This is a Dungeons and Dragons where we play podcast. <laughs> yes. Yes, it is. Oh. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Make Believe Heroes, an actual play, 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons adventure. I'm your Dungeon Master, Paul, and just like every week, I'm joined by my four friends and players. Hey, guys, it's Jeremy. I play Lorik Darkbolt. I'm Jeffrey, and I play Sir Vance Off the Wall. This is Alan, and I play Jamalil Karth. You're listening to Smooth Jazz. Hi, I'm Red, and I play Kellen. I love that Alan used Hello. the uh, the sensual uh, radio Brett. voice. I play Kellen. Yeah. Hello and welcome to Star Talk oh. with Alan Boone. Smooth jazz. Where we talk about the stars I see Alan, when I look into the sky. Alan, I'm calling in. Uh, I, I rolled a, a 17. I'm on, on a date with this girl and I used I used a charm spell and I'm really hoping that, that it, it goes well for me and that we have a second date. Oh, what do you think? Do you think a 17's going to beat that DC? Oh, I think it'll beat the DC. <laughs> You're listening to The Lady the Man with Leon Phelps. I will give the token recap, but before I do, I shall roll the commemorative gigantic 20-sided die. Praise the giant D20. That's a 15. Oh, my hmm. God. Gasp. Interesting, interesting. So... Last time, as our party continued their journey forward, drawing nearer to the Kalen River in Falling Grove, they were distracted by the sound of someone in distress. Rushing to see what was the matter, they found an elven woman being held captive by a group of ruffians. Quickly ascertaining that these ruffians meant to cause the elf harm, they decided to step in and give assistance. After making quick work of these brigands, the party set to hold one hostage just to see what they were about. However, the elven lass had a different sort of justice in mind. It involved killing. Yeah. So Lord like, takes three steps backwards, uh, walks over to Sir Vance and goes, This woman is crazy. I think you would be crazy in this situation too, Lord. I mean, what is the situation? We don't even know what the situation is. She just cut somebody's neck. Uh, excuse me, ma'am. Uh, who, who are you? Who are you? And what, are, what are you doing? She has walked away from the thief or what, the, I don't know if thief's the right word, the gentleman, the kind young gentleman whose throat she just slit. She has stepped away from him and walked back over toward the campfire area where there is a trampled down tent and just some provisions that are obviously hers. She begins to look through them. She goes over and picks up what appears to be the remains of a bow that has been snapped in half. A bow. Uh, ma'am, ma'am, uh, who, who, who are you? And, and what are you doing? Who are, who are these guys? She looks up at you for a second, and she's very slender build. She's around your height, Lark. How tall are you? About six foot, six one, something like that? Uh, I think he's just barely over six foot, yeah. Yeah, she's a little, maybe right at six feet tall. Very wiry, and just from the moment she looks up at you, she has the most intense eyes. Like, very, very intimidating mm. in a way. Lork immediately falls in love. <laughs> she has an air <laughs> of 
royalty is not the right word. It's not royalty. It's it's just like she seems like the type of person that when she walks into the room, everyone pays attention to her. So she appears highborn to Loric. I guess Loric has. I don't. I don't know. It appears she doesn't appear highborn to Loric, unless that's the way he would see it, and th- that may be the way he sees it. She doesn't appear highborn. She just. She's very beautiful, but she does not look the least bit vulnerable. So she's dangerous. Oh, yeah. From her eyes, anyway. You know, I mean, she just walked up to a man and cut his throat. And Lark would, would plainly know that she is a wood elf. <sighs> Guys, I wish this was season two. <laughs> you say what you said to her. She kind of looks up at you and then goes back about her business gathering things up. L- lady, what is what is your name? Are you okay? I'm perfectly fine. Um, forgive me. I, I suppose I must be coming off as quite rude. My name is Siluan Odosha. Odosha. Uh, first yes. of all, does Lorik know anything about that family? Name? No, no, no. She involved in OSHA anyway. OSHA. What is OSHA? Occupational health or occupational safety and health. health. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. No. Administration. Uh, probably. You may call me Siluan. 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 Saloon? Saloon. Saloon. Saloon? S-I-L-L-U-I-N. Saloon. 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 Saloon? Like the Forgotten Names I mean, I seriously hate all of you. Gentlemen, gentlemen, please let me, let me talk to the lady. Lady Saloon, uh, why, why are you in the woods by yourself and, and who are these men? I'm sorry, is there some reason that I should not be in the woods by myself? I'm not. Ooh, uh, get burned. Perhaps not. But Forgive him, ma'am. You he do doesn't know a, how to speak to a lady. You do have a broken bow and maybe need help. I just I just want to help. Well, That's let me point. make something quite clear. First of all, thank you very much for your assistance. I was in need of help, and you all did arrive at a quite opportune time, but I am no damsel in distress. I, I, Had they not I, got the I jump can, on me, I could certainly have handled these five buffoons. I, I can tell that. That's why I'm standing behind Sir Vance looking over his shoulder. Um, and not, you know, leaving my body open to attack. I, I'm just curious who you are and... Are you- I was here in the forest hunting and I had settled in. I was going to cook myself a lunch before I set back out again, trying to track the beast that I'm trying to find. And these five brigands wandered upon me, but I should have been more attentive. I was... I was meditating because I had hunted through the night, and because of my lax in meditation, they were able to get the jump on me. And when they did, I fought. You may have noticed the one was garnering a broken nose, I believe, but there were just maybe one too many of them. So, uh, you were going to cook some food? I'm famished. Do you want to cook some now? Well, if you will look, and she points down to the campfire, you can see now that there is like some sort of game that had been cooking that is now covered in dirt and sand and everything else oh, where they just kicked it down. That does that doesn't look good, lady. Uh, there was this one time when we we were camping oh, and we right. got th- this whole storm snuck up on us and and we we were pretty shocked by that. It it looks like you you did a better job than we did, but we did fly boat. That all sounds very interesting. Um, I'm <laughs> sorry. Look. It, I do. I'm sorry if I have come across as ungrateful. I am grateful for what you all have done, and she scans the five of you. I wave, but <laughs> but uh, so I, I 
it seems like you're you're more than okay. I just have one question. Do you know where I can find a grove? <laughs> oh boy. She just looks at you and she says, just pick a direction and start walking. I'm sure you'll walk into a grove. Helen, does that make sense to you? <sighs> Lork, stop. As Kellen is rummaging through someone's pockets, trying to find stuff. Just stop. Just stop. Why are you messing with those dead bodies? Oh, I'm seeing if you had any candy bars. Candy bars. Mm. What's a candy bar? It's a bar made of candy. Can it I... tastes a lot like lemur. It does. I don't like I love lemur. I oh, do boy. not love lemur. Saloon, what were you hunting exactly? If she says lemur, I'm 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 done. The great lemur. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Momo. It's the king of all Momo. the lemurs. Zabumafu. Zabumafu. <laughs> they call him. Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> Not, no lemurs. I was hunting a very rare stag. Is it a Patronus? Um, I'm not. Is what? I'm, she kind of looks at you and she's like, "Are you? I'm sorry. You, uh, uh, you're half elven." I am. The other half is human. I've well, I've I've introduced myself to you and shared my name, but I don't know any of your names. Oh, I'm I'm Lark Darkbolt. Pleasure to meet you. She kind of nods. I'm Sir Vance Off the Wall. She nods in turn. He's kind of one of those. Hey, Paul. Yeah. So, one real quick question. Um, I am a hunter, and I'm from Fallen Grove. Would I know anything when she's talking about a great stag? You might know something once she gives more information. All she said is she's looking for a stag. Cool. What you would know is she's Hi, trying my, uh, to introduce us. My name's Kellen. Nice to meet you. Hello, Kellen. And I am Jim. Oh, just Jim. Just, well, well. I mean, there's more to it than that, but, you know, oh, it's boring. I understand. Well, thank you. Nice to meet you, Jim, and... Thank you for interceding on my behalf. Yes, you're welcome. And thank you for not slitting our throats as well. Not that you could. Well, I've but you could try. had no reason. And it would hurt, and I would cry. <laughs> well, he would. He'd probably pass out, actually. That's not typically something I set about to do. It is a, uh, it's no small feat to take a life. Yeah, and that's that. That's Charlie, and that's, that's Guy, by the way, too. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. Go ahead. Hi, I'm Guy. They don't count. They're NPCs. <laughs> wow. So don't talk about God that way. Don't talk about Charlie that way, Jim. <laughs> Why? You let Charlie die on your watch. That's don't true. You, you can't even talk. <laughs> you you rolled two natural ones last game. But what does that have to do with characters dying? I don't know. I'm gonna walk up to the lady and okay. You step toward her, she kind of steps back just a little bit, you know, not like abrasively. But I she, draw you know, my she, sword. No, I'm just kidding. You can tell she's kind of reluctant for you to approach her. Perhaps you should let me heal those wounds. Um, I, I think I'll be okay. I'm, I'm, they're not serious. Still, I'm going to reach towards, what was it, her leg? Well, she's reluctant for you to approach her, so why don't you roll me like a persuasion check? Let me persuade you to let me heal you. That's a 17. That's good. Okay. I just want to heal those wounds. It was a mistake from earlier. Oh, I understand. Things like that happen in the heat of battle. Um, if, if, you, if you insist. I'm just going to use, what was it, 11? Mm-hmm. 
It was 11. Sure I listened. 11. So I'm going to use my land hands pull and just use 11 of those. Okay. You see the wounds close up. The blood clots and goes away, you know, where it's coming out, still kind of flowing. And she appears much better. She says, wow, uh, thank thank you. I, I really do appreciate that. Happy Hanukkah. Again, I'm I'm sorry if I if I come off as standoffish, but well, you have to understand a woman in the forest alone, and I, I can certainly take care of myself. But being overtaken by five men, uh, I am very thankful that you all came at the moment that you did. What what are you doing here in Fallen Grove? Are you where are you headed? We're trying to save the tree. We're headed to the canopy. What up, bum, bum. Oh, I see. Well, you're, I assume you're you're trying to reach the Kalen River then. Yep, we're trying to save the tree. I'm going to see my grandpa. The wonderful grandpa of Oz? <laughs> yes. Elvonre. 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 She looks at... Elvonre. She looks at uh, Kellen. She says, your grandfather is Elvonre Anorias. Yep, that's my granddad. The arch druid. I'm sorry, but it's just surprising to hear that the arch druid of Fallen Grove has a gnome for a grandson. Oh yeah, it's my mom is is you know the daughter of my granddad. And <laughs> is Kellen like really bad at talking to women? Yes, extremely. Okay, okay. just a thought maybe. We can tell. It's kind of like Loric. <laughs> Loric has game. Nerdy, nerdy game. He does not. Loric has about as game as Caleb does in real life. Let's just be honest. None. Or me in real life. Yeah. Uh, I got a pretty good game. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I mean, I do Alan. have Monster Hunter. That's a pretty good game. <laughs> Alan's got Monster Hunter. Oh, boy. Mm. Mario. Mm, baby. Mario so, Odyssey. Good I'm going to have to cut all this. So it, it was nice to meet you all, but. <laughs> oh, well, lady. Lady, lady Saluan. Um, perhaps you could help us get to, are you headed to the canopy yourself? We have a god. We do have a god. What? But are you kidding me, Loric? I need some. Wow. Just we wow. Could, we could use some help saving and the Kellen tree. And walks off into the forest. <laughs> <laughs> so we, we now need a god. Um, ours just gave up. Kellen, it, you, you scrummaged up about 50 silver pieces amongst these guys. Oh, yeah. Putting that in my, my stuff. So Loric is more interested in asking about who the brigands were, and he's just stalling is what he's doing. You don't have to explain to me what you're doing. We're going to... Word. You do what you want to do. How much gold does that equal out to? None. Zero. Is ten silver one gold, Alan? I think... I think so. Yes. I think, and then I think ten copper is one silver. But they're silver, not gold. So don't put down that you have five gold. Put down that you have 50 silver. And there's some... What's that? uh, Electrum? Yeah. Platinum pieces is one, two, right? Platinum? That's 20 more than Judas had. I'm not really headed toward the canopy. I'm, I'm on a hunt, and the most recent tracks I found were on this side, although they may be growing cold. The tracks. A stag. Why would you want to kill a stag? What kind of stag is it? Have you ever had stag steaks? They are quite delicious, but I'm, I'm not hunting this stag for the steaks. It's, I'm, I'm searching for the, the autumn stag. Is that a special stag? Uh, yeah, you probably heard of it. The autumn stag. Whoa. What does it do? Some well, call it the fall stag. Some do. 
yes, the autumn stag. It's it's a special creature. It's a Tonya's own stag. They say it appears every year around this time. If you find it and you can slay the stag and collect its horns or, or its antlers, I should say, then they can be used. They have very very powerful magical properties. Wait, what? Does it regenerate each year? The stag, I mean. Yes, at the beginning of each autumn, it's reborn. Wait, is it the same stag? So it's like a phoenix. I suppose, in a way, or maybe or a phoenix so, is like the autumn stag. Wait. So if you keep everyone, wait. She just told us the stag has magic items as antlers. Oh God. And it's like a phoenix. That may be an oversimplification, but yes, it, they can be used. They have great magical properties, and they are used to create many magic items. Guy, so, I know how we're going to make your wand. Really? This time on Make Believe Heroes, the heroes hunt down a fake stag. This is the episode where the party abandons their primary quest and spends the next four months looking for a stag in Fallen Grove. Our quest to save the world ends as we immediately run after a wild goose chase. You said magic autumn. I know. So, milady, yes. uh, what's your name? Saluan. Saluan. So, Saluan, this stag, does it, does it like, regenerate from its corpse if you keep the corpse? Like, Oh, no. It's, it's Atonia's gift. So, so it comes back every... What if you killed it every year and just kept accruing these bodies of this magic stag? Like, I think that you make, perhaps you are underestimating the stag's abilities. It has been yes. many years since someone actually managed to slay the stag. Well, I'm speaking purely in hypotheticals. That's where my head lives most of the time. Sure. So, so let's say that you can get its pelt and all of that, and you can start building these massive tents made out of the stag. And <laughs> w would those be like magical tents? Look, I'm. I, if you want to know more about the stag, I can tell you. But I'm. I'm going to have to leave. I need to head to the nearest way station or something. I, I'm going to have to get some supplies to fix my bow because without it, I will never slay a stag. Kellen, do you, do you have an extra bow? Are you serious? No, I only have one. Can I buy we your? Can, can I buy your bow? No, we can. We can go to the way station because I'm assuming that it's going to be near the Kaelin River where we need to go anyways. There is a ferryman not far from here. They should probably have what I need. I will gather the wood from the forest itself, but I do need some supplies. Lark goes over and very publicly whispers to Kellen, yeah, but we could... We could sell her your bow, and then when she gets the horns, she'd have to give us a piece of them. I'm sorry, but you know, I'm not interested in sharing my spoils from the hunt. I... First off, this bow was given to me by someone very special. Second, no. No. <laughs> Just no. Okay? No. Why doesn't anybody want All magic right. items with me? And he, like, goes and huffs and puffs over at the edge of the, the camp. I want magic items, but mainly to study. She is sets about gathering things from the camp. So, um, guys, let's go save this tree. Yeah, let's uh, let's move the plot along and go see the ferryman. <laughs> I mean, I'd love to follow this quest and help with the stag and see how many corpses I can accrue over the years, but that's it's going to take a while, and I think there are greater cosmic mysteries to uncover. Well, if you all are traveling to the ferryman, then I suppose we could walk together. All right. Sounds cool. Not that it matters. It's not like you're going to help us get a magic item or anything. <laughs> yeah. 
she gathers up her things and she doesn't really say anything. She just gets her stuff and starts walking in one direction. I immediately start walking in that same direction. Okay. Lark keeps an eye on her. As you're walking, Jim, do you ask her more about the stag? I ask everything imaginable about the stag. Like, how do, has anyone seen it appear? Has anyone seen it being reborn? Has anyone witnessed what becomes of the stag's corpse over time? Has anybody just let the horns stay without using them and see if they... For instance, whenever the the year rolls around, do they does all that disappear when the stag is? And I just matter on and on and on. Well, uh, I can only answer some of that. Um, it appears, yes, it's it's often spotted by children, and it's mostly seen, which is part of its greatest defense, by those who have no interest in harming it. And I've I've gone to great lengths to try and track it down over these last couple of months and speak with people who have allegedly seen it. It is a rare, beautiful. Enormous stag with orange moss growing on its antlers. Ew. Uh, why? No, it's majestic. It's beautiful. What does the stag do in between the time? Like, does it normally survive until the next rebirthing? And if it survives to the next time of rebirth, does that... Let's say... Okay, so let's say hypothetically the stag lives for two weeks and the rebirthing is on this day. Does that mean the rebirthing will be a year after the day it's slain? Or is it the same time every year? And if okay, okay, to survive- okay, let 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 me answer some of your questions before you f- go on to others. It's born every year on the day of autumnal equinox. It's reborn each day on the first day of autumn. So if you kill it on does it does it just keep going throughout the year well, if you don't kill it? You you wouldn't be wise to kill it on the first day that it's born because it's just a fawn and it grows. Oh, so it doesn't, it's not like fully formed no, when it's born. No, it, it's, a, it's a baby and it's always... Is it born from a regular means? Does it pass through the, you know, parts of a regular stack? As far as I know, no one in history has ever seen it be born. Because see, I was imagining it just materializing out of the air. It may, it may come from the ground or the trees or the air, the forest itself, either way, or it could be born from a doe. Either way, it is born each year and within a month or so, it has reached full maturity as a stag oh my goodness a month so and over the next 10 or so months it is fully strong and fully adept and it is hard to find and even harder to catch sounds like it makes some pretty powerful magic items yes it is i think i can ask someone who might know something about it oh really Hmm? yeah who would that be i'm gonna ask charlie Oh, speak did, with animals. Here we go. How many spell slots you got? It's, you had a rest. Did you use any last time? No, I did not. Okay. I used nothing but swords. I remember this. Okay. So I'm going to use one of my spell slots and talk to Charlie. Oh, what up, Charlie? What up? Oh, hello, Kellen. Nice to speak with you again. It is nice to speak with you too, man. Um, So, Charlie. Yes. Tell me. Have you been listening to our conversation we've had with this strange woman? Yes, I've been listening, but it sounds like you all are just making strange guttural noises. I'm not sure. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, my bad. Still getting used to this whole talking to you and everything. Um, Do you know anything about a autumn stag, Charlie? Oh, yes, the autumn stag. I've heard of that. He's well known throughout oh. all of the animal kingdom across Manumi. Oh, wow. Is it? Is it like, could you tell me a little bit more about it? I don't know a whole lot. It's a large stag with orange moss on its antlers. 
and they say it's imbued with the power of the gods. Oh, wow. Have you ever seen one before, Charlie? No, I'm no, I'm not native to Fallen Grove, and even if I were, the odds of seeing the stack. You know, I never really got to ask where you were from. You know, I just I found you in that bear trap that one time, and where are you from, Charlie? I'm from Manumi. Oh, okay. Servants, it makes like me the, nervous when they growl at each other like that. It is very strange. The, are you from the mountains, Charlie, or like? Yes, more so the mountains. Yes, the foot of the mountains. Oh, okay. North. Do you have a Do you have a family? Oh, I had parents, but you know, I've moved on. Well, I mean, I guess we could maybe go back and see them sometime. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah, maybe they're sort of grumpy. Oh, I can understand. Right, but yeah. All right, man. I guess I'm gonna get off here. I'll I'll talk to you later. <laughs> All right. Uh, Ttyl. Bye. See ya. <laughs> and you like. Turns off the spell. I don't hangs know if you can phone. do that. He hangs up, clicks the red button. <laughs> <laughs> it's the red button. So back to calm the, the 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 autumn stag has has not been captured and slain for decades in so Fallen Grove. Charlie, um, Charlie knows what it is, but he doesn't know exactly where it come from. Oh, um, okay. Well, I wouldn't have expected. He basically said the same exact thing you said, except he he said it has the, the power of the gods. Well, yes, it is. The stag is supposed to be Otonia's own stag pet. When it isn't killed in a year, right? Are there two stags? Does another one get reborn? And there's two running around. No. Or does this one it dies? Die? Yes. Can you find its corpse? When it dies, it it becomes. Does it turn to leaves. So, yes, actually, something like that. How? I saw a bear do that one time. I was really looking forward to some bear steaks too, but oh goodness. Don't don't listen to him, Charlie. Don't listen to him. So if you kill it, does it turn to leaves? No, if if you kill it, it imagine it like a contest, like a, a sort of game put forth by Atonia. Well, if you know much of Atonia, you know she loves games. Yes, yeah, she does. I love games. Are you saying that she, she might be a trickster? Um what exactly are you trying to imply? Uh, he like glances over at Kellen and then kinda like drops his head and he's like, No, no, never mind. Sorry. No, she just, you know, it, it's like a, a chance for those of us of this mortal coil to show our, our worth, I suppose. If you capture it, if you slay it, then you are rewarded with its spoils. If you do not, then it is reborn again each year. Is that true of bears? Because my infinite meat idea still has merit, I think. I don't know of a bear. I, I, this is a strange question. You are a strange group of people. Hmm. <laughs> That's mainly me. I'm going to stop this right here. Jim. Yes. You can't eat Charlie. Stop. I know I can't. He turns into salad and I don't eat salad. <laughs> that is. You're so lucky. I was just talking to Charlie and he can't understand us while we're talking. But still, that's not nice to talk about eating Charlie. Oh, uh, Charlie knows I love him. It's more, it's more of a hypothetical. Again, I speak mostly in hypotheticals. Only in the emergency situations. Yeah. Yeah. He hypothetically could be possessed by a huge demon from somewhere. We don't know. Yeah. Okay. That is true. Okay. Now, we've covered this. It's it, it's some someone who loves knowledge like me or something. Ah. That doesn't mean they're a good person. Doesn't demons like knowledge, too? They does. Nah. I don't know. Paul? So, so my lady, do you know anything about 
in a grove with a stone in the middle of a tree that basically keeps the whole forest alive by any chance? There's a hole in a log. No, I'm, I don't know anything like that. A tree that, like, gives off light? Stop looking at me like that, Servants. No, I don't know anything of, the, of a tree like the one you speak of. Well, the only thing that could bring a group so weird to, together, like this group, just so strange and so awkward and, yeah, we're terrible, um, <laughs> is we're trying to save a tree, and maybe maybe you know something. You've explored a lot of the forest. You've seen a, a grove, a spe- specific grove that um, has a tree with a rock in it. I'm sorry, I don't know of anything of any tree like that. Perhaps something that could have to do with the stag. I, I don't know of any tale of a connection between a glowing tree, you say, and the stag? Yeah, I, I, I'm sorry. That doesn't sound familiar to me. How close are we to the ferryman? Pretty close. Okay. So when cool. you say ferryman, is this a man who happens to be, you know, a sprite no. of some sort? Or is this someone who... No, man. He just has a boat. Yes. Okay. Like F-E-R-R-Y. You know what? I remembered this time. I'm going to ask him to fix my ship. Yeah, Wolfsbane. What are you going to have? You're going to wait for someone to bring it to you? Oh, no, no, no. You'll you'll see. You'll see. (laughs) I already told you we flew a ship. (laughs) I mean. (laughs) Okay. It it seems like your group has a lot of tension. (laughs) It's all in good fun, I assure you. We, We like to prod at each other. I see. And I poke the nearest Charlie in the ribs. He's and then I pet him. I like tell I tell Charlie, not like out loud, but like using my mind, snap at him. Like don't bite him, but like like snap at him. Charlie playfully snaps at you, Jim. I give him a scratch behind the ears and say, "What a good tasty boy." (laughs) (laughs) Charlie looks at you with judging eyes. (laughs) So the next hour two hours maybe you guys are traveling through the forest and you come up on a road and she turns right in the direction kellen you know heading toward the direction of the kaelin river you all had already begun to descend the ground had started to kind of go down toward where the river runs through it and a river runs through it the road is leading down And after a time, you start to hear the sound of a rushing river. You know, you can hear water as you're getting closer to it. Hey, we're almost there. Yes, yes, we're we're getting quite close. Well, let's get Wolfsbane and and go to the river. So which uh, which ferryman is this? I mean, I might know him. I don't know. Do you know his name? Um, what is his name? I've been through here a few times. Something. Mernick? Something Mernick? Mernick? Do I know a Mernick? Hmm. No, you don't. I I don't know a Mernick. I've never heard of a Mernick before. It's been a while since I've been this way, but I mean, I know this like the back of my hand. I could be wrong. I think that's his name if I'm right about where we are, and I usually am. We just need to, we just need to hurry. We need to, we need to make it. You all come closer and closer to the river. The road leads down, and it's kind of like a little, you know, the trees are still covering overhead. You guys haven't been anywhere, basically, where it was just open sky above you since you came into the forest. The trees are enormous and huge canopy above your head. And you are descending toward what you assume to be the river, and you see up ahead the first 
seeming like I'll say like man built structure, man made structure since you've come into Fallen Grove. Most of the things you've seen like in around Kellen's place were kind of molded into trees and things like that. This is mm-hmm. literally like kind of looks like a warehouse built up here on the left. Are there where people there? And in front of it, there's like a dock where it kind of leads hey. out, and there is a boat strapped to it, a ferry, if you will. It's pretty large, big enough for, you know, a decent number of people. I got a five. For what? Perception. Are you perceiving? I'm perceiving. And what did you get? I got a natural 20. A five. I want, I'm okay. going to perceive. I'm going to perceive. You, are, you perceive, uh, I mean. What he's telling us. This is what you perceive. Okay. You perceive a boat okay. tied to a dock, like chained. You you can see, Laura, especially you with superior vision, can see uh, like chains leading down to this dock, and they're locked in. There's no one outside the, the place or anything. Okay, cool. So do we just take the boat, guys? No, I'm going to pull out my little box, and I'm going to walk. I'm assuming there's like a door, right? Yeah, you guys walk on down, and there is, like I said, it's like a warehouse, which you expect, with two very large doors that are on, like, sort of sliding contraption. Honestly, it kind of looks like sliding garage doors. Oh, cool. It's pretty advanced, seeming, you know, more than you would expect to see, like, in Fallen Grove. They're not magic or anything. Hello? Hello? Is, is anybody there? Hello? Hello? We'd like to, to use your boat services. You hear the sound of a couple of voices, someone like yelling out at someone else, and then someone yelling back at them like, Can you get that? Back and forth for just a second. And then looking around, you hear a sound as a smaller, normal-sized door opens to the left of the large doors. And stepping out is this gnomish girl. Hello. Hello. Um, We'd like to offer you a copper to use your boat. We don't need a boat. Stepping out, you get a look at her. She's wearing what look like overalls, you know, mm-hmm. and they're covered in like black, like soot and things like that. And she has a pair of these big wide goggles over her eyes and she pulls them up onto her forehead so you can see her face. And, you know, when she does, you can see these, you see like the imprint where all this soot is on her face and it's cleared up and it's just clear around her eyes. And she says, oh, uh, hello. Uh, can I help you? Um, no, actually... We were wondering if you could fix my boat here, and Kellen kind of holds up his box. Uh, okay. Um, yeah. Well, here, let me see that. He hands it to her, and he says, well, actually, you know, I should probably get it out real quick. Um, here, is there any way I can put this somewhere, like on a, do you have like a rack for a boat or something? I'm sorry. This is a, like a little box. Is there like a toy boat inside of it? What's... Oh no, you, you'll see. Um, is that is not um, just a little box, gonna... little gnome. That is Wolfsbane. That is Wolfsbane, and you will show her respect. <laughs> Excuse me. I'm gonna assume there's like a boat rack, like they use to work on boats, right? Yeah, I'm the mechanic. Uh, here, I'll okay, tell you what. Um, just, just stay right here. Just stay right here. I'm going to walk outside. I'm, I'm going to look a place to put the boat. Paul mm-hmm. is where I want to put the boat somewhere. Okay. Like in the road. I want to walk into the garage and let me explain to you what just happened. You can go into the garage. She said stay here. I'm gonna go get my dad. Went inside and shut the door. Do you walk up, open the door, and go inside after her? No. I'm not gonna do that. That's kind of rude. That's you so, can. I'm just saying. I'm just making sure you understand like the what's going on. Yep. 
So out here in the road, I'm going to open this box and say the word bird. You put Wolfsbane down on the road, step back, say the word, and it it does kind of like it did before. It starts to fold out and creak open, and it kind of sticks before it can finish, and then it collapses out, and a board goes flying off the side of it. I need you to uh, roll me a dexterity save. Wolfsbane! Oh, my God. Oh, boy. <laughs> what is it? Oh, it's a three. Oh, yeah, you I fail. Can... Yeah. No, it's a fail. You take four damage. Goodness gracious. You got slapped in the head with the board. As a board comes flying off the side of Wolfsbane, and the sharp end just, like, gashes you right across the side of your head. Oh, man. Oh! oh Kellen! Oh, Kellen, are you okay? Oh, my gosh, Wolfsbane! And he runs over, and he, like, runs straight past Kellen, picks up the board from Wolfsbane, and runs it back over the boat, and he's like, Oh, my gosh, look at Wolfsbane! Siluan is kind of shocked and stepping back a little bit. I want to smack Loric in the back of the head. You have to, what a okay. jerk. You have to jump. You have to jump pretty high, but I think you could probably get like the lower part of his head. Yep, I want to do it. Okay. Oh, Kellen, you should hammer in the board. I want to. I want to slap Kellen with the lay on hands pull of four. <laughs> okay. Oh my god. <laughs> okay, you nope. go over, kind of like summon some divine energy into your hand, and then slap him in the back of the head, and that little cut heals on your face. Ow! That felt good and bad at the same time. What was that? <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> so Lewin says, did that box just turn into a boat? Yeah, what did you think we were joking, lady? I told you we flew a ship. I'm sorry, joking about what? You didn't say anything about the fact that you had a magic box that turned into a boat. You said, oh, wait, you'll see. <laughs> <laughs> that was kind of creepy. I did. I did laugh like that. That was kind of weird. Well, you you did see. You did see. Now you see. That's got to be Quite handy, but it seems to be damaged. Yeah, that's why we're here. Don't talk about Wolfsbane like that. We flew it across the desert. As you're standing there saying that, you hear the door open again, and out comes walking the gnomish girl with the goggles and the overalls, and then an older-looking gnomish man standing there. His skin is kind of like a grayish-green tint. Hello, good sir. Hers is a little lighter, and she's got like pale green hair, and kind of like a pixie haircut sort of deal. But she's a gnome and not a pixie, right? Yes. Would she ask to That's speak accurate. to a manager? You say, hello, good sir, and he says, Oh, uh, hello, gentlemen. How can I help you today? You can fix Wolfsbane. Well, as you can see, our boat is kind of in disrepair, and it's wondering if you could possibly help me fix it. Oh, so you don't need a ride over the Kalen? Maybe. Well, uh, probably, unless you can help us fix this. I I'll pay you for your trouble. He walks over to it, and he looks at the giant hole in the side, and the girl walks up to him, and she looks confused, looks back at you all, and says, Where'd this boat come from? This wasn't here, like, two minutes ago. But it was. It's magic. Oh, it was my box. My box in the boat. Or my boat in the box. I tried to tell you, but you walked inside before I could open it up. You're saying that this boat is the box that you tried to hand me? I'm just saying that the box is not here but the boat is now. Okay, you're so. being you're being overly complicated. I feel like you're doing it on purpose. Is the box this boat, or is is it not? It is. Yes, the box is the boat, and the boat is the well, box. Well, really, if you get into magical theory, they are the same thing, but also they're not because the weave completely transmutates them from being just a single piece of wood to multiple pieces of wood that are enlarged by multiple dimensions. Don't listen to him. He is... Drink every time Lorik says the weave. <laughs> What's in the box? And then die. <laughs> What's in the box? What's in the box? Okay. Um, 
Dad, I, I really want to work on this boat. I don't know. It, it, it looks pretty damaged. I feel like... And she says, no, Dad, look, I, we've never had anything like this. Please, you have to let me work on it. You have to let me work on it. And he kind of gets an inquisitive look, and he's rubbing his chin. He looks over at you all, and he says, okay, so who does the boat belong to? Kellen raises his hand. Lorik raises his hand. It, it belongs to me. What is your name, Gnome? Uh, my name is Kellen Dimble. Oh, Dimble. I, um, that sounds familiar. Oh, you might know my dad, Grenuncle. Oh yeah, the alchemist. Yeah, I know your dad. I've, I've uh, had, you know, I've seen him a couple times about some potions and things like that. Oh, okay, cool. Well, it's nice yeah. to meet you. Uh, nice to meet you as well. So, you want this boat repaired? Yes. Okay. Give me just a few minutes to work up an estimate, but uh, I assume that you can pay. Uh, I, I'm thinking I can. <laughs> well, let me work up an estimate real quick, and my daughter here, she, well, she's actually the brains behind all of our ferry work and things. I used to work on it myself, but I never really had a penchant for it. Her mother was the genius behind it all. God rest her soul. And uh, Trendle here, my daughter, she's the one who is, she's just the real mastermind. And she's kind of like, Dad, you know, blushing a little bit. So Jim stops and says, wait, wait, wait. Is it a fairy, a pixie, or a gnome? I'm confused. None of what you just said makes any sense. So he turns around and he goes to the door. He says, oh, by the way, the, the name is uh, Brindle Mernick. And then he just runs inside. Trindle comes walking up to you, Kellen, and she says, So you, your name is Kellen? Yeah, it's uh, nice to meet you. My name is Kellen. So tell course. me more about this boat. Where did you get it? Um, Well, we were in a mountain. Did you make it? No, I did not, actually. I have no like knowledge of magic or anything. I can use magic, but... Can I go inside the cabin there and look at it? Yeah, sure. Um, I would be careful. There she is just goes some... right up on top of the boat and just pretends you're not talking. She just goes on and she's, she hops up immediately, starts looking it over, checking out the front, like checking the angles, looking it completely over, and just kind of mumbling to herself. Now, don't forget, it. you have to use wood of the exact same type or else the spell is liable to, to cause a problem. And you might explode the entire thing whenever it tries to shrink back down to its box size. Once again, needless input from Lorik. A few moments go by. She's looking the boat over. Her dad comes back outside. <laughs> no, you're fine. And uh, he he says, eh, I, "I just I don't I don't see how we can get this done for less than fifty gold." Oh, okay. No, that'd be perfectly fine. Yeah, fifty gold sounds good. Well, how much gold do you have, Kellen? Are you planning on paying that out of your own pocket? Yeah, I was planning on paying it out of my own. I have hundred and twenty. I'll pay for the repairs if I can keep the boat. Mm, uh, I second that. I will have to take a hard pass on that. Well, I, I think that a 50 would probably get it done, so... Okay. If you want to just give us half now and half later, that'd be good. Uh, Kellen automatically pulls out 50 gold pieces. Okay, and he says, oh, well... And just like, here you go. Okay. Uh, pleasure doing business with you. Uh, let me get these doors open and you can bring the... We'll, we'll get our dolly and bring the boat in. Um, Kellen? Okay, cool. Sounds good to me. Yeah. You know how you were picking the metal off your armor? Yeah. Is there any chance you want to get rid of the metal in your pocket? <laughs> what are you what are you talking about? There's metal in your he, in your pocket. He wants you to give him your gold. Huh. No. Yeah, you're right. I mean Kellen's hold not on. gonna be like uh, I can't have gold. No, hold on. Kellen he he's like you're totally right, and he reaches down in his pocket and he pulls out one of the silver pieces that he got from one of those guys mm -hmm. and says, "Here you go, Lorik," and he flips it to him. Lorik takes it. Oh, 
Thank you so much. <laughs> the large garage doors swing open. You guys actually hear this click, and then like a mechanism kicks into gear, and it just cranks the doors open from the side. And when he does, you can see now inside this very large garage, and you're kind of taken aback by what you see. So there is a very large ferry, some sort of a boat that's being built in the center of this big open garage area. Whoa. And there are all kinds of strange mechanical contraptions on it, okay? And there are tools laying around everywhere, buckets of stuff. And in the very back, you can see, like, up on the wall, there are two lofts that are separated by a wall that's been built with a little doorway. You climb up these little ladders, you can go into those lofts. It's a workshop. That's what it is. It's a large workshop. Uh, wow. Did you build this? And he kind of looks over at Trindle. Uh, yeah, we, well, me and dad built it. This is amazing. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Lorik uses Arcana to try and find out if there's anything magic in this room. Okay, roll me an Arcana check. That's a nine on the dice. And my modifier is a seven, so a 16. Okay, you can definitely sense enchantments. It's not like a strong magical presence. More like magic is just used in you know there there is a magical presence okay but it's not it's not like you sense a bunch of magic items or anything like that but you do sense a faint aura from a few <laughs> things in the room oh, lady gnome this is beautiful beautiful ship you're crafting here oh thank you thank you i i work really hard on it this is uh well you may have seen the fairy over there on the dock that's that's old sue she's she's the fairy that my dad's been using ever since he and my mom set this uh this very stop up years and years ago. Just where's the pixie? Just wait. Would someone please tell me why he keeps asking about pixies? Because she said she had a pixie cut. Please. And there's a fairy and she's a gnome. Please. <laughs> please. Please stop. <laughs> Jim is part of the Sir, Illuminati. Please. please. Illuminati confirmed. Please. Uh that's old Sue. This this one right here, she says, kind of waving to the very large boat in the center of the room that's suspended from the ceiling by these chains. This is Susan 2.0. Dang. Wow. Yeah. When I'm done with her, she's going to cross the ferry in half the time it takes old Sue. Just wait till you see Wolfsbane cross the ferry. Oh, does Wolfsbane have uh, mechanical modifications? Wolfsbane can fly across an entire desert with a single spell. What spell? Uh, Well, to be exact, fireball. What? <laughs> um, Lorik smiles from it's ear a to bit ear. More complicated than that. <laughs> it's it's got it's got some other factors that. If you help us fix it, but could you um, tell me how you know, to make it fly? You magic. There needs to be a good sandstorm blowing. A sandstorm. I don't know that it makes sense, like mathematically, or you know, in any sense, in any scientific sense, but. If you have a the right amount of sandstorm and just enough lizard bats and one good fireball, one good lucky roll, and next thing you know, you'll be flying. You're saying a lot of words that I don't understand, but I still want to know all about this. If you fix it, I will try to show you. I'm I'm gonna fix it. I've been I've been working for years to try and create a, an engine that can self propel a boat through the air, and I, I call it an airship. Ooh, wow, an airship. That is, that's a that's a. Awesome idea. Could you imagine the, the, the magic items that would go into making an, a ship that flies permanently? Well, maybe a little bit of magic, but, you know, just some, some good old elbow grease and ingenuity. That's what I'm looking for. Imagine what you could do with it. Yeah, you could 
fly places. I mean, that's the general idea. And, I mean, the travel distance and time. Yeah, so much faster. Yeah, that would be awesome. Mm, man, I would love to. Maybe maybe you can tell me some things that will help me with my with my studies, my workings. Because, man, if I could perfect that engine, then I could. Oh, man. Well, heat behind the, the cells has always worked for me. As you all are talking, Saluan goes to the back of the garage and she finds Brindle and she begins to ask him about some things and he goes back into his shop and he brings her out some strings and things, uh, you know, something she could use for fixing her bow. And she goes outside and after a few moments or so, she comes back holding a stretch of wood that looks like it would be kind of the right size to cut out the handle for a bow. So while you all are here and she's going and doing all that and Trindle begins to look over Wolfsbane, she and Brindle go outside and they use this contraption. It goes over into the front of the boat and lifts it up and it starts to hum. And when it does, the, the boat levitates just about 12 inches off the ground. Whoa. And then she's able to just pull it in with it. Wow. Wow. Oh, yeah. That is... This is, this, is my, this, this is my magic dolly. No, how, how did you... Do that? That might it's, work for an airship. It's like, it's kind of like using like half a levitate spell. Uh, half? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it, it's it can't it can't actually lift anything more than about a foot off the ground. But it's really handy for moving very heavy equipment around. Oh, my lady, uh, you do you have a quill? Uh, when uh, you call me my lady, it makes me feel like like an old lady. Oh, uh, uh, what would you prefer me call you? Uh, Trindle. Trin Trindle. Trindle? Yeah, Trindle. Her name. That's my name. Uh, I I mean, yeah, I, I call Killin, 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 Killin. I, I'm bad with names, Trindle. Yeah, we're still working on that. Well, you know, it's it's Trindle, so that's fine. So, so Trindle, uh, what I was going to say, though, is you could use half a levitation spell, and if you combine that with a spell called Featherfall... Hmm, I don't think I've ever heard of that one. You you should look you should look in, look into that. Okay, I'll look also, into that. Also, remember the name's Wolf, Wolfsbane. Wolfsbane. That's that's a great name for a boat. Yeah, yes, it is. She gets it in there and hooks it up to some of the... She's got more of those chains that come down. She summons them down with magic. And you get the idea that she's not like a wizard or anything. She's very adept with simple utility spells. Does that make sense? That's cool. And she begins yeah. to work on the boat. As she does, Brindle comes to the five of you. And he says, So are you... Gentlemen, gonna need somewhere to stay for the night. Yes, yeah, that if would be that's possible. Be, well, yeah. we have a lot of passersby, and sometimes people come late at night and want to get ferried across. And you know, so we, we try to have some accommodations. If you look, we've actually got some of these uh, these cots over here, and over on like the left wall, going up the wall, there's about I don't know, there's a series of ladders going down the wall, and there are these bunks, like these little hammock type enclosed bunks for people to sleep on. And he says. Typically, we rent these out for like a gold piece a night, but since you've already given us such good work with the boat and such, you all are free, are free to stay here for the night, no cost. Oh, oh thank you, sounds, sir. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Pleasure doing business with you. Jim, what is what is up with you tonight? Thank you so much. <laughs> you're, you're such an aristocrat at one point. Then you're like, pixies? Uh, <laughs> pixies? <laughs> pixies? Jim is very confused today. <laughs> he He has a lot on his mind with a stag of infinite meats. Mm, infinite meat. Wouldn't that be nice? That would be that sounds nice. Sounds pretty awesome. He hooks you all up with anything that you need, you know, for the night. Trindle's hard at work on the boat. After a time, he comes out with some some stew that he's actually prepared. Offers it to you all. Oh wow! 
Wow. I would love some stew. What what kind of meat is it? Stag? Bear? Lemur? Oh, uh, yeah, actually, this is this is venison, actually. I eat it. Oh, thank you. Okay. I was looking forward to some lemur, but this is good as well. Kellen eats it. Okay. But he he tries to hide his face as best he possibly can. Kind of picking, not eating the meat parts. Yeah, he's just kind of drinking the stew and stuff. Well, there's a lot of like, there's onions and like a potato in there. Yeah, he's he's definitely. I mean, he's chowing down on that stuff. Titers. He loves him some titers. Carts. But he's not really eating the venison. Around the time that you know he comes out with the stew, Siluan shows back up, and she's already got this piece of wood fixed the way she wants it for her bow and she begins to sit down and she kind of sits down over by the wall Indian style and starts restringing it. Brindle goes over and offers her some stew and she gladly accepts it, but she's staying to herself. Why though? Lark is, he's, he's, he's not really said anything about it yet, but at some point he, he like gets close to Kelly and he goes, so is, is that a wood elf like your mom or is that a different kind of wood elf? Well, well what do you mean? Like, She's a wood elf. My mom's a wood elf. But her eyes, she don't look like a wood elf. I mean... Honestly, I don't know I don't what a wood know. elf looks like. Like her. She looks like a wood elf to me. Hmm. I mean... Well, they look just like me. Yeah, but... Yeah, she's a wood well, elf as go. far as I know. Why don't you go ask her? Uh, but what if she is a wood elf and what if she's one of those wood oh, elves? Lorik, Lorik. Yeah? You worry way too much. You need to take a chill pill, bro. Have, have have you met me? Yeah, I know. I'm just saying, man. Life is not meant to be lived with fear. Not to be lived with fear. I like that. I think I, I think I remember that. There you go. I hope he does. Please. <laughs> <laughs> please, please. please. <laughs> so, Lark, do you go over to Saloon? Yeah, at some point, he's going to... He's going to go over while they're eating and try to sit next to her. I want to know what love is. Hello, Lorik. Selona? Selona? Saluan. Saluan. I'm I'm so sorry. Saluan. It's okay. I'm I'm curious. I've never heard your your family name before. Have you ever heard of the Dark Bolts? Um no, I'm I'm afraid I'm not very well versed in the wealthy and high-born families of the high elves. Oh, I... She says with a hint of sarcasm. Well, yeah, it's it's one of the ru- ruling classes of our city, but that's not that's not important. Ruling classes. I'm I'm curious uh I'm curious about your your family and how did I mean, you live Are in, you are you curious about my family? Yeah, and Fallen Grove and and I haven't I haven't met many elves. Well, I couldn't help but hear you speaking with the gnome over there that wondering if I was one of those wood elves. What exactly does that mean? Um, a, a wood elf. Run, Lorik, run! <laughs> <laughs> yes, I am a wood elf, Lorik, and you are a high elf, correct? Yeah. Are we not both elves? I, yeah. You're, okay. You're probably, probably one of... The, yes. I, 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 part of me wants to say terrifying, but also beautiful elves I've ever seen. Oh! Roll me a. Let me just get. Let me get in on some of that charisma. 
you know? That charisma. Yeah, that oh, charisma. Oh, man. He's going to roll a Let's natural see. one. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he got a 10 on the dice. Okay. Are you trained in any sort of charisma? Um, His persuasion's a plus one. His performance okay. a plus one. Sounds like it's all plus one. Yeah, I think so. That's fine. I'll give you an 11 on that. I mean, that's not like the worst thing ever. She says, well, I, I, don't, I don't know about that, but thank you. I, and she seems kind of uncomfortable with the compliment. Not like creeped out, but, you know, just like hard to take a compliment. Does that make sense? That's okay. Lorik's uncomfortable too. I, uh, I suppose that you are not a hideous. Hideous. Um, well, not, I said not hideous. Look, I, I'm sorry. I'm, it's, I, a, it's okay. How, tension, tension. <laughs> ah! <laughs> I want to make a bet with Sir Vance. I want to make a bet with Sir Vance while this the is going on. Kellen. Quickly, tell me what you're wanting to do. We're going to have to wrap this episode. <laughs> that, that this ultimately fails. Five okay. gold pieces on it. Is Vance going to bet against that? I don't think he's going to win, succeed here. Okay, well, then you're not going to take the <laughs> No. He's failing. <laughs> he's failing. This is going to lead to a magic item conversation real quick. <laughs> oh. That has nothing to do with Cervantes' character. I would give you inspiration. Yes. You can have inspiration because I love that so much. Okay. Um, Lord, look, uh, I, how's your how's how's your stew? Um, uh, it's it's good. It's good good stew. I, I, I'm on a quest too. I think it's it's really cool that you're out here going after something that you, you don't even know where it's at. I, I've been looking for this grove, and I know it's crazy, but I really think that you know we could we could do something magnificent here. It sounds like a, quite the noble quest, Lorik. Um, I, I'm, I don't know that there's any way that I could help you, but I'm sure with, well, it it seems like you have quite a great group of friends. I do. I, I really do. Uh, Helen Cervantes, even as weird as Jim is, he's pretty helpful in a pinch. Um, but m- maybe you you well, that's the not as sometimes? much what I meant. I, I I didn't exactly mean helpful. Not that they are. The type of people who fulfill the needs that you have to accomplish a goal. I mean, don't take for granted people that genuinely care about you. Ooh. Uh, uh, thank you. Um, do you. Well, yeah, I, I agree. But sometimes you just care for someone innately. It just happens. Mm. Yes. But... uh I, I know I can't convince you to, to come away from your quest to, to help me with mine, but do you ever come to the canopy? At times, I've been to the canopy, and I may return, but it will be some months now. Well, I don't I don't know if I'll be in the canopy. I mean, I could be anywhere across the world. I don't know really where this grove is. I just think it's in Fallen Grove. But if, if perhaps maybe we could meet in the canopy someday. Perhaps, if the gods will it. Hey, I just met you. This is crazy. But here's my baby. So call me maybe. If, if the gods will it, perhaps. Um, but just don't don't get too hopeful. 
I rolled an 18 on that persuasion check, <laughs> just so you know. <laughs> there was no persuasion I did. There. I did. He's asking her to meet up with him in, in the canopy later. He rolled an 18. Come on. Per- perhaps if the gods will it, then our paths will cross again. Uh, uh, on a, honestly, I, I, I don't want to be too awkward, but the, the first time that I saw the intensity in your eyes, I, I just, just wanted to know more about you, and I hope I get to. Well, I thank you, Lorik. I, I appreciate it. Um, but you don't, you don't know me, Lorik. I, I don't. That's the whole point. I, I think I want to. Be careful what you wish for. When she says that, she shifts awkwardly, and she says, "I, I think I'm going to, uh, I think I'm going to meditate now." Ooh. Uh, it was nice to speak with you, Lark. It really was. May your visions be fulfilling. And she kind of takes a stance and closes her eyes, as you would clearly recognize as her going into her meditation. He leaves her alone, of course. Okay. As you walk away from her, walking back toward the group, I assume you all, are you all still standing around, or have you climbed up into your bunks? It is nighttime now. I have been looking... Through the whole lab at every little thing, yeah. examining it closely. You're finding lots of cool stuff in here, Jim. I'm not in my bunk. I'm on top of Wolfsbane, and I'm just kind of looking over it and stuff. Trendle keeps talking to oh. you, like, the whole time. Yeah, I know. That's what I kind of figured. Servants? Just asking about the boat, I'm assuming. I'm looking at my Odachi. Okay. I want to see if, like, if there's any designs or what all's on it. Are you doing any, like, stances or swinging it or anything? Yeah. Okay. For sure. Lark, you walk back over. Everybody's kind of in their own world. What do you do? Lark casts more than one glance over his shoulder and eventually eventually goes up to his bunk and sits cross-legged with his back against the wall. Okay. After some time, you all wind down. Everyone goes to bed. And that's where we're going to end it. Woo. Can you feel? <laughs> wow, I did not see this coming. This has been Make Believe Heroes. <laughs> Thank you all for tuning in. Uh, this is a Valentine's Day special. <laughs> no. Um, wow, there's been so many things tonight. We hope that you enjoyed this episode. I think that we all had fun playing it, hopefully. If you'd like to get in touch with us, you should do so on Twitter at MBH Podcast or send us a letter to Make Believe Heroes Podcast at gmail.com. If you love our show, do us a favor. Leave us a five-star review on iTunes or whatever podcasting service you use that will allow you to do so. And, of course, the best thing you can do, the thing we'll love you for the most, is if you share our show with a friend. Yeah. Thank you so much for listening. We love you, and we'll see you next week. Same time. We love you. Same bat channel. Bye. 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 Bye.